Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, thank you very, very much, Charles. Appreciate it. It is 7.05 here on this Friday morning. The 22nd day of December 2023. I'm John Reed and glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. So, yesterday at the end of the show, did you hear me talking about how I think Jeff is filling in for Glenn Beck next week? It wasn't next week. Nobody told me he was filling in yesterday. And I think he's back today on Glenn Beck, um, which is wonderful. I, I'm, you know, we're all in the business. So I have to admit, I'm a little jealous that that Jeff gets to do this big national show. I mean, it's a great opportunity, but I'm proud of him. I'm proud of WRVA. This is a wonderful opportunity. So make sure you're listening to Jeff. Um, I mean, I hope you caught some of it yesterday, but make sure you're listening to our own Jeff Katz filling in all across the country today for Glenn Beck on the Glenn Beck Show. And I feel a little guilty that this show eclipses the first hour that jeff will be on but as soon as we're done at 10 um hopefully you'll stay with us till 10 you can hear jeff katz um on the on the national shows and i think he i caught little bits of it yesterday and that's why i was i was just talking about this so i felt guilty when i checked his social media and he had promoted the heck out of it on social media and i just missed it so i'm I need to make up for that. Listen to Jeff today. Glad you're with us as we wrap up this work week and hope you are feeling good about uh, Christmas holiday. I think most of the Christmas parties are over. Yeah, we had I've had a, a Christmas event every night this week, and I'm very pleased that tonight I don't have one. I mean, I've enjoyed seeing everybody. It's been terrific. And I, around me, I haven't felt a difference in Christmas um, celebrations. But you can't ignore what happened in Boston. You know, the mayor of Boston had a Christmas party where she sent out invitations to people of color, elected people of color. So I don't know. Does that mean that everybody who's on the city council who's not white gets to come to the Christmas party? I mean, that deliberately excludes people based on race. Right. I mean, I think this is a little different than having an all. Hey, it's an all girls Christmas party. All the ladies in the office get to hang out together. Or if it's, you know, the guys, hey, guys, we're going to go have drinks at the um, at the pub 
and we're going to celebrate Christmas in a guy's way. I don't know. That seems innocent to me. I wouldn't be upset about that. I don't know that I would feel like that was a stomp on my rights. But the racial thing, I thought we were trying to avoid segregating people, overtly at least, by race. Karen Michael will be filling in for me while I'm on my big trip (laughs) to Asia. And, you know, she writes this column that is super. It's one of the last things that anybody reads in the Richmond Times-Dispatch, to be honest with you. I would subscribe to the Times-Dispatch just to get the Karen Michael uh, column where she gives business owners and employees good advice on keeping their jobs. And Karen's with us this morning. Did you have the same kind of reaction to this about the Boston mayor? Well, first of all, you're going to have to catch next week's article because the headline is so shocking that even my editor at the paper emailed me and said, oh, wow. So you got to. Oh, come on. Are you going to tease us with this? What? All right. Stop this story. What's what's the headline? Could you tell me? Oh, it's about having sex in the office. (laughs) The Senate a did and got fired and now he's complaining uh, about it so anyway that's next yes. so let's talk about holiday parties for this week. okay okay so yes this this woman the mayor michelle Wu, sent out this through her staff and i think that is important it's not like these people got together and said hey let's all go out to lunch together mm-hmm. and you said the thing about if, if boys or girls or men or women it would be different if the ceo said we're only going to take, uh, I'm inviting all the men to X and all the women don't get to go because yeah. having access to the CEO is irrelevant. Right, right. That's and true. That's true. So I remember years and years ago when I was at my big law firm, they were going out to lunch and they said to one of the women, you can't go to lunch with these new people, with this new person because it's, we're going to the Commonwealth Club and they don't allow women. Uh, so that's, that's bad. Like, that's not a good thing. That's not being inclusive. We're all about being inclusive. So what happened is her, her administrator sent out a message, an email to all the city council members inviting them to the electeds of color, that's exactly what it's called, mm. event holiday party at, at a location that is a public building in Boston, a beautiful, she posted a picture of them around the table, and it's a beautiful room, public building, they claim public funds were not used, did she pay for that building, I don't know, and then it was accidentally sent to all city council members. And then they realized, oh, we accidentally sent this to the white people. And so they had to send out <laughs> Those an email whites. that said, we got to make sure the whites don't see it. God, God forbid <laughs> the white people show up at this party. It will just be awful. And so they had to rescind essentially the email. And it was interesting because they knew right away that it was going to cause a stir. Now, I will say this is a longstanding tradition. This mayor is relatively new. It is a longstanding tradition to have this party. So that's kind of her point. Is a I'm mayor's party or a, a people of color party? An elected of color party uh. hosted by the mayor. So, huh. and they're all very proud. You know, there's a lot more people around the table, and she kind of bragged about how great it was so many people around the table. But what I thought was interesting is when the administrator sent the rescission of the email to the white people, basically like, oh, you aren't supposed to get this. We don't want you to come. She basically said, I sent it to everyone by accident. I apologize if my email may have offended or came across as so. They knew that this is a bad look. That's the point. And I think it's very interesting, the response from many of the elected officials to say, look, this is our safe space. We need this space to be together. And okay, but you, you can't say that unless you can say that about other groups. And this is the mayor. It's not like a bunch of city council members said, let's go to lunch. This is the mayor. Access to the mayor has meaning. 
So that's where I think it is just so inappropriate and divisive, not inclusive. And you know, if the white people sent around something and said, no electors of color, (laughs) the world would come to an end. And I do think it's interesting. There are more electeds of color than white on the city council. So you're actually discriminating against a minority now. In in the city council, yeah. Right, right. And in, in that group. And so I think that that is also relevant. It's not like there's like two people of color and they're going to get together because they have to be around the white people all the time. Mm-hmm. And this, I just find it very interesting how blatant and divisive this is. It's as though they don't, they're not even trying to pretend that it's not divisive. And I was very interesting. I posted it on LinkedIn and somebody that I really respect, a black man who's a DEI person, you know, he said, Basically, this is something that we need more of to have the opportunity for people to, you know, we're always the only one in the room, and it's nice to be around people who look like us. And and I've not had that experience other than maybe when I've gone to a, a, black, a funeral of friends of mine who are, are black, and it's, you know, and, and, and so I haven't experienced that. So I... You know, I do try to be but open-minded. But you've experienced it as a woman. You've told me the stories about you getting started in, in law, just like you talk about the Commonwealth Club, that, that it used to not allow women in the dining areas, right? So you have yeah, had that didn't experience. Yeah, me. I mean, I, and, and honestly, it, it didn't – that – you kind of – you live your experience based on the, the reality of the world, right? And mm-hmm. my firm was mostly men, and that was fine, and they were wonderful. Uh, people. And so I just think it's a very interesting, the response. That's what I found yeah. so interesting is the response of this is just something, you know, electeds of color has existed. This one guy said electeds of color have, has existed for over a decade. It's an annual tradition. And then he said, wait until someone tells them about the Congressional Black Caucus or MA Black and Latino Legislative Caucus. That's different. That's different. I, That's I, advocating I, for legislative ideas and policy positions and they're also uh, discriminatory because they only want leftists in those groups and oftentimes they cut out the conservatives who look like them they don't really want to hang around people who look like them they want to consolidate political power to take revenge on and crush uh, other people and that's what i resent is i'm not fooled by all this stuff i know what their goal is it's to take revenge on people like me I'm, I, I I resent that, and I think somebody's got to stand up and say, no, I'm, I'm not going to tolerate this. If we want to live in a colorblind society, then you got me. I'm on board with that. I'm fine with that. But but that means we've got to be very cautious about it across the board. Well, and I don't think we live we, – we can't live in a colorblind society because we see everything there is to see. We see your race. We see your gender. We see your age. We see everything about people. So we, you know, and we should tap into the qualities that people bring to the table. And I worry that things like this make people throw up their hands like, see, DEI, it's gone too far. And DEI really, at its roots, is about inclusion, not exclusion. And I worry that things like that make people even more frustrated with the concept of DEI when, when really the problem is so many people are doing it wrong that I can understand why they're frustrated by it. But it is just about inclusion. It's about having an event and saying, John, bring Alonzo to the party and your same-sex partner comes and nobody cares. It's great. We love having a say. It doesn't, it's not a big deal. Like, that's the inclusion. And I worry things like this are more about exclusion. And that, a lot of organizations. And next year, there's a big Supreme Court case coming down. When I hosted mm-hmm. for you last time, I had an EEOC commissioner 
on on in one of my interviews, mm-hmm. and she talked about this big Supreme Court case coming down the pike next year, and if it rules in favor of the employee, DEI, I think, is is gone. You're not going to be able to have these programs anymore where you can have um, a minority internship program, for example, or anything like that, because they're what gonna, a miracle think, that would be. I would be listen. I just got to part ways on that. I I, I think DEI probably in for some people the intention is good but it's being implemented in a way that is is discriminatory and Karen you know how these people are they're getting paid $100,000 $150,000 a year and you think they're trying to make things better they're they're on the gravy train making sure that things continue to always be in conflict that's how they keep their job so I'm I'm against it all. I'm, I want to throw all these people out. Well, you talked about metrics. You know, they're always mm-hmm. trying to show metrics. And you know, we got this many of this. And it's really DEI has become about representation, not about true inclusion. When people come to work there, what are we doing to make sure that people don't feel like I'm the only woman in the room and everyone's mansplaining to me and now I don't have any voice here? Mm-hmm. How can you make sure that there is inclusion? That's where we need to focus on. And hopefully in 2024, employers will get their DEI programs on the right path and not have something like this mayor because this is not acceptable. I, I just don't agree that this is acceptable. She's the mayor. Access to her is relevant. That matters. She's in charge. And I, I don't agree that she should be yeah. hosting something like this in her official capacity as the mayor. Right. She wants to invite certain people to her house for her personal right. Christmas party. That's a difference. And I compl- and that I completely agree with. What you do on yeah. your time at your house is your business, and it might hurt my feelings. But that's I gotta I gotta tough it out if, if it's but in the official capacity in the in the elected role or the CEO's role or the boss's role that's a different story. Really Absolutely. interesting. All right. Well, and speaking you know, of holiday, I'll be on a big bus tonight with twenty two of my family members going on a four hour tacky lights tour. So wish me well, <laughs> <laughs> my siblings, my dad, the whole the whole thing. Well, that's so, exciting. Do you know where you're? I mean, is it all over town? Uh, all over town. I suggested that we go like Jefferson and get a drink, like we go bar hopping. But I got outvoted, and we're just doing four hours of tacky lights, whatever. It's through like one of those services, like James, whatever the James Limousine or one of those. And it's a huge party bus, and so it should be super fun. But you know, four hours. So you That's can imagine a long, that with seems like, like a long four time. hours with your family. <laughs> but they're There'll great. be drinks on board, I assume. <laughs> Some oh, kind. You know. You're bringing a flask or <laughs> oh, a whole bottle. <laughs> yes, I bet. Well, you know, my friend J.T. Stevens, who is in broadcast, his house, Alonzo and I drove by his house the other night. He lives a, eh, maybe a mile from where we live. And that guy, I think he spent two weeks putting stuff up in the front yard. I can't imagine what his electric bill is. It is out well, send of Send me the room. address. I'll make sure we go by there. Okay, yeah. Because <laughs> some people aren't doing it anymore. Like the big house with the creepy dolls, that lady, she's not doing She died. And then, you know, the house, remember the house? It's like huge. She had this whole room of like these weird dolls. And you look in there and they're all like staring at you. Jeez, mm. they, don't do, they don't do it anymore. And that's always a big stop. So that, like there's a bunch of them that aren't. That and I understand true. why. It's got to be a ton of work for what profit are you getting out of having all these people drive by your right. house? And so. your neighbors don't like you anymore when you do Oh, no, right. yeah. <laughs> Karen Michael, Karen Michael Consulting. Her book, of course, is Stay Hired, which people keep sending to me, like, hint, hint, maybe you should read Karen's <laughs> book. But it's available on Amazon, and you can read her columns in the Richmond Times-Dispatch. 719, Karen, thank you. We're back with Merry more Christmas. in a moment. Merry Christmas. Back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.